It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles with me if you would. Turn to the book of Romans again, Romans chapter 3. We've been slowly trying to gain ground through Romans. We've spent much time on Romans chapter 1 through chapter 3. And now we're coming to the end of chapter 3. We've dealt so far, really, with that all mankind is under sin. There's three basic groups, and if I were to borrow my pastor's outline, you have the heathen, the hypocrite, and the Hebrew um, three different ways of life, three different ways of thinking, three different ways of uh, of living, and they all thought that you know they some way or another one doesn't care about the judgment of God, one thinks they're going to escape the judgment of God, and one thinks that they're going to live righteous enough to get into God's heaven. And the conclusion of all that is that they all are under sin. And the whole world is guilty before God, deserving of the wrath and judgment of God. So then we come to a transition point. We've said just a little bit about this, but we're really beginning at this point then to pick up a different subject. So, but... but. Uh, really building on the same subject, I guess I should say. Romans 1 through 3, we're dealing with sin. Now we come to verse 21 of Romans chapter 3. Now we're going to start dealing with this subject of justification, and really justification by faith, separate from works, which, of course, this written specifically, maybe to, to the Hebrews more or less, is dealing with a people that think that they can live holy enough to gain entrance into God's heaven. So read with me, if you will. We may read just a little bit to kind of get some um, context to this whole passage that, and the subject that we're dealing with. And we may cover a lot of ground on this area, simply because I don't know if we need to deal with everything as in detail. So Romans chapter 3, verse 21 says this, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say at this time, His righteousness, that He might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith, or that's the Jews, and the uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yea, we establish the law. Now we've already pointed out, I believe last week, that the law 
brings knowledge of sin. There is a purpose in the law of God. The Hebrews had the law of God, and here's the sad fact. While they had it, and while we have it today in the Bible that God has given us, we've got God's law. We see all these things that God wants us to live, God wants us to do, or God doesn't want us to do. And guess what? The truth of the matter is, we can't live up to such a holy standard. We fall short. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we see that if we're going to ever be able to gain entrance to God's heaven, because that's really the perspective of all this, and not inherit the wrath of God, then it's not going to be by works that we can do. It's not going to be by a standard of living that I can live so much above sin that God's going to have to let me into heaven. We find we need something called justification. We need to be justified. In Romans 1-3, through 3, we have been confirmed and it's been concluded by the courtroom. We're guilty as charged. We all have sinned. We all have come short of the glory of God. We all deserve the wrath and judgment of Almighty God. So, if we're going to be able to ever stand before God at Judgment Day, which, let me just remind you, every person has a Judgment Day set with God. If you're going to be able to stand before God, you're going to have to be justified. What does justified mean? It means, let me just put a simple a phrase to it that'll really helps me to remember it anyway. Justified is just as if I've never sinned. You see, God judges sin. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. God must judge that sin. Sin cannot get by. And if I'm ever going to be able to stand before God and make it through judgment day, then I'm going to have to be just as if I've never sinned. Now, for the human, that's impossible. I've already got sin on my record. I've already messed it up. I've already got a sin nature, and nothing I could do could ever make it where I myself look at before God just as if I've never sinned. That's where the righteousness of God comes into play. And maybe I might get a little bit ahead of myself, but it's, it's really in our text, so really not so much. Verse 21... But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. So here we are, we need to be justified, and Christ comes on the scene. God's righteousness has been made clearly available, and that's the... Our righteousness can't ever measure up to the righteousness of God. And if we're ever going to be able to stand before God, then our righteousness has to be the righteousness of God, as good as the righteousness of God. So... We find then, and still somewhat getting ahead of ourselves, but well, verse 22, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. So there is a way to be justified. There's a way to be before God just as if I have never sinned. That deals with the entire sin issue that we have dealt with so hard in 1 through 3. We all are sinners, and people don't want to admit that, but the fact of the matter is, as good as you may try to live and as many moral standards as you have, I don't care how well you have lived according to the law, your righteousness won't ever be able to match the righteousness of God. And that's what our righteousness would have to be in order to stand before God and make it. So God's righteousness is manifested to us. We realize, oh, oh my, I'm a sinner, I'm guilty. 
I deserve the judgment of God. But here's the righteousness of God, which we learn is by faith in Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. And, of course, we know that's believing in the gospel of Christ. And we'll get there in a little while. So he, he goes on in verse number 24. He says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. I want you to understand, first and foremost... That righteousness of God, if we ever get it, or ever going to be given it, we know it's by faith. It's a free gift, is what I'm trying to stress to you. Here the Jews are, they're trying to work their way, and I've read this verse so many times to you, but Romans and 10 t talks about them being ignorant of God's righteousness. And they're going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. In verse 4 of chapter 10 says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. So God has made a way through the gospel, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, for us to be able to receive, to make a trade, and give God our sins, and take His righteousness to ourselves. And where when God sees us, He no longer sees us, but He sees the righteousness of of God or the righteousness of Jesus Christ and we're in the clear. This is a free gift. There's not a single thing you could do to merit, to deserve this gift whatsoever. So the first, we kind of started looking at problems last week. One of the first problems you see in people's hearts is this thing of pride. They don't want to admit that they are a sinner. They don't want to admit that they deserve the judgment of God. But then you go a little step further, and there are so many people who understand they've sinned, but they cannot grasp the fact that they can't live righteous enough to gain entrance to heaven still. They think their good works can outweigh their bad works. That's where you find the Jews. They couldn't wrap their heads around this being justified by God for free. It doesn't cost them nothing. And they are thinking that by the law, they can live such a way that they can be justified by the law. Justified by works. But it's impossible. And so Paul's whole point from verse 21 through all, really through the entirety of chapter 4, really, is to prove this point. That if we're ever going to be justified before God, it must be by faith. We teach and preach, and the Bible teaches this, so that's why we preach it, that salvation is by grace through faith. Ephesians chapter 2 says, um, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. There are so many people out in the world today, and the majority of religion out there, it's a work salvation. You give enough money to the church, we're going to get you into heaven one way or another. You live good enough and live right before fellow, your fellow man, you'll make it into heaven. God won't condemn you. God, God will let you get into heaven that way. Even going as far as to the Muslim religion, it's the same thing. It's a religion of works. My brother was just in uh, Dearborn, Michigan, where there's a major concentration of Muslims. And in fact, 
many missionaries that I have known that have been in the Middle East say, if you want to see what the Middle East is like, just go up to Dearborn, Michigan, and you'll find out it's exactly like it just about. Well, he went up there and he began talking with different people. And what it boiled down to is they expect still to be justified before God or to gain entrance into heaven based on how good they have lived, based on how much they have obeyed their Koran or whatever it is. And they, th there's a lot that goes on with that. But really, it's just amazing to me. Every, almost every religion, that's what they teach. It's by works or or... They'll use maybe the terminology we do, but they don't mean the same thing. When we say it's by grace, through faith, we're speaking of a free gift that there is absolutely nothing I could ever possibly do to get this gift to begin with. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve the gift of salvation. In fact, by all rights, I should be have been sent to hell long before now. I should have never been given an opportunity to be saved. But God, in His mercy and in His grace, knowing that I wasn't worthy, knowing that I deserved death, loved me enough and He loved you enough to send His only begotten Son to take our place, to die in our stead, so that He could offer us this free gift of salvation. He could offer us His, His righteousness if we would let go of our guiltiness, our, our sin, and give it to Him. And so this thing of justification happens. And when we place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone, and in the work that He did at Calvary, in His death, burial, and resurrection, the moment we place our faith in His gospel, we are we, we're saved, is the term you'll hear most people use, but... To use the word here, we're justified before God. Christ reconciles us. Christ restores us to God. And now, because of my faith in Christ, when I die, I will be able to stand before God just as if I've never sinned. That's something that's awesome to be able to get a hold of. But there are those, and maybe some of you listening today, You've never put your full faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And I just want to challenge you or warn you, you better do it before it's too late. The only way you'll ever be able to stand before the judgment seat of Christ is if you have been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email Back to the Book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.